Hello and welcome to the Lazy Book Club podcast, the book club for those who don't want to read or leave the house. My name is Matt Gonzalez. My name's Mattress Gonzalez. <laughs> <laughs> and my name is Josh Matheson. Hey, Mattress, how you doing? Oh, I'm just feeling soft today. <laughs> but, and I'm super firm about that. <laughs> <laughs> Just to explain to listeners, David thinks it's hilarious to call himself Mattress Gonzalez on his Zoom call. So we've got a uh, celebrity in our mists today. Yeah. We've got after the guest. viral post on Instagram. <laughs> I don't think you can call it viral. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this week we are looking at chapters 29 and 30 of Pinocchio. We're in the 30s, boys. Yeah. Well, only The you end is that. in sight. Yes, it is. Not- me and Josh aren't in our thirties. Oh, okay. All right. Rub it in. Snap. Mattress is sassy. I know. It's a different man. <laughs> or, uh, or person. It doesn't ident- identifies as a mattress. <laughs> so last week Pinocchio had a brawl with the boys, and one of yeah. his friends got hit with a very large arithmetic book. Which Eugene. hospital? <laughs> Eugene, <laughs> Eugene, poor Eugene, and he ended up in hospital with Pinocchio being charged with his GBH, I suppose you'd call that. Probably. Yeah, yeah, assault, yeah. actual bodily harm. I think is it ABH when it's like, oh yeah, it's actual bodily. Actually, harm. yeah, it would be ABH. Yeah, it would be ABH. I didn't know ABH was a thing. Yeah, actual bodily harm. Yeah, mm, you learn something new every like day. Less than grievous bodily harm. Well, right. you know. Yeah. Fair enough. But I mean, he didn't do it anyway, did he? One of the schoolmates who ran off did it, so... No. Yeah. I like to think the boy's got, like, an imprint of encyclopedia on his face. <laughs> <laughs> it just sort of says Collins right the forehead. On the forehead. No. <laughs> <laughs> it opened up on a page telling you all about the rules of lawn bowls. It's <laughs> like... Because that's the sort of thing you would find in an encyclopedia. Like, it's everything. Did you ever used to have um, an encyclopedia CD-ROM when you were young? Yeah, yes. Britannica. Yes. Yeah, I had that one. It was really clever. I, I used to have it. them in the library. I was a right geek. I used to like put it in and like it was the first time it had like you could it it could interact. You'd play, you'd have yes. a text and it blew my mind that it would read it out. Mm-hmm. Extraordinary stuff. Is this before the internet kids? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Pinocchio evaded the carabiners and yep. what was his name? Hello, hello, hello. Alejandro the dog or something. Uh, Alidoro. Alidoro the dog. Who yeah, can't swim? Mastiff. One of the best voices. Yes. Uh, I enjoyed listening the, to that. The one back. you couldn't understand a word of, yeah. And Pinocchio swam away in the end, got caught in a fishing net, and then we left him on the verge of being thrown into a frying pan, having been dusted with flour by a cave dwelling sea man. Aristocrat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A providence. <laughs> I like that line. That was good, yeah, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what do we reckon? I mean, the mini book kind of gave it away that Pinocchio probably escapes peril. Have we got any predictions as to how? So I still think the dog's going to come back. I yeah? I stick by that. Yeah. It's just annoying that it wasn't in the mini book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you think the dog's going to come and save him. Okay. Uh-huh. I'm wondering if Pinocchio, like, dislocates his joints, wriggles out of his bonds and then like tap dances out of the frying pan because he's made of wood <laughs> and it takes him a while to burn. Amazing. Yeah. I was thinking that he might discover in the process that not only is he shiv proof, but he's also hot oil proof as well. Mm. And really it just gives him, it gives him a nice varnish. Maybe he just <laughs> ends up a yeah. little bit shinier than he was before. The shiniest boy in Italy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's just put the predictions aside and find out, shall we? Shall we dive in? Yes, let's. Mm. Chapter 29. Mindful of what the fisherman had said, Pinocchio knew that all hope of being saved had gone. He closed his eyes and waited for the final moment. Suddenly, a large dog, attracted by the odour of the boiling oil... I I don't win any points for that. Attracted by the odour of the boiling oil, came running into the cave. Get out! cried the fisherman threateningly, and still holding on to the marionette, who was all covered with flour. But the poor dog was very hungry, and whining and wagging his tail, he tried to say, Rive me out right of the rich, ran, ro, ro, rin, 
Reese. Not a clue. Is it give me give me a what of the bite what? and I'll go in peace? A right bite. Yes. Okay. Of the of, fish. Of the fish. Ran, row, row, rin, reese. And I'll go, I'll in, go peace. in peace. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. You see, you're going. Pinocchio will go in pieces. I think, <laughs> I think you need to add like sign language to this dog and then we maybe like action. Yeah, sign language. So good for a podcast, isn't it? Well, no, but it's good for us. At least we might know what you're talking about. <laughs> That's why Scooby-Doo always had hand gestures at the same time. <laughs> or or he, had scra- uh, he had Shaggy to translate. I can be your Shaggy. It wasn't me. <laughs> you could be my shaggy any day, Matt. That's good. <laughs> Miss Double Mazdik. <laughs> my love, <Shaggy>. loba. <laughs> You're my angel. You're my angel. That's some good songs. Get out, I say, repeated the fisherman. And he drew back his foot to give the dog a kick. Then the dog, who being really hungry would take no refusal turned in a rage toward the fisherman and bared his terrible fangs. And at that moment, a pitiful little voice was heard saying, Save me, Aladoro. If you don't, I'll fry. The dog immediately recognised Pinocchio's voice. Great was his surprise to find that the voice had come from the little flower-covered bundle that the fisherman held in his hand. When we left Aladoro, he had like a job and a livelihood and was like a respected member of the police force. He was first in the dog races. <laughs> and now he's like a tramp who's like begging for fish from a caveman. Like what what happened? Did he go well, back um, to the police and went, oh, I lost him. And they were like, get out. That's it. You're fired. I don't think it's been that long. Maybe he just swam out to sea, got a bit tired <laughs> and was like... <laughs> He went, I can't go back. I can't face them. I'm going to end it all. So I'm out to sea. Maybe. Oh, something Maybe smells good. Something I'll go in there. Yeah. Follow your nose. There we were hoping for this heroic kind of rescue and the hero didn't even know that the person was there. That would be amazing. I really wish that had happened. That would not surprise <laughs> me for this book. In fact, I'm actually annoyed that Alidoro is going through with it. I just yeah. hope Alidoro <laughs> just grabs a fish, looks at Pinocchio in the eyes and runs off. Yeah. Right. He's like, got mine. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> Flicks him a dog paw. <laughs> <laughs> then what did he do? With one great leap, he grasped that bundle in his mouth and holding it lightly in his teeth, ran through the door and disappeared like a flash. The fisherman, angry at seeing his meal snatched from under his nose, ran after the dog, but a bad fit of coughing made him stop and turn back. Meanwhile, Alidoro, as soon as he had found the road which led to the village, stopped and dropped Pinocchio softly on the ground. How much I do thank you, said the marionette. Rit, riz, rot, reverie, said the dog. Rave me, run, ran, rot, riz, run, railway, round. We, ra, ren, riz, world, rail, run, rubber. It was going so well, and I just lost it on the second. I tried so hard to be clear there. Just read it quickly in normal voice for us simpletons. You, you saved me it. once. What is given is always returned. We are in this world to help one another. Philosophical pooch. Yeah. It's a nice sentiment. Great moral. That's why he's a police officer. A Buddhist dog. He's <laughs> <laughs> just got a house full of, like, incense. <laughs> Does lots of dog yoga. But how did you get in that cave? Canoe. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Ready for this? Get your translation here. Yeah, yeah you're going to have to get rid of the R's at the start. Okay, I'll just go into a more of a comprehensible bark. I was lying here on the sand, more dead than alive, when an appetizing odour of fried fish came to me. That odour tickled my hunger and I followed it. Oh, if I had come a moment later. Don't speak about it wailed Pinocchio, still trembling with fright. Don't say a word. If you had come a moment later, I would be fried, eaten, and digested by this time. Brr! I shiver at the mere thought of it. Alidoro laughingly held out his paw to the marionette, who shook it heartily, 
feeling that now he and the dog were good friends. Oh, I hope this means he's not in it forever. I can't keep up that <laughs> rough, <laughs> rough nonsense. <laughs> then they bid each other good day and the dog went home. Thank Ray! goodness for <laughs> Pinocchio, left alone, walked toward a little hut nearby where an old man sat at the door sunning himself and asked, Tell me, good man, have you heard anything of a poor boy with a wounded head whose name was Eugene? And then this um, sunbathing old man answers. Can you do like Alan Carr? <laughs> yeah. Oh, hello. I've got a favourite guest on today. I've got Nicole Kidman. <laughs> Let me just do a little getting into the, into the zone. So, Alan Carr. <laughs> Alan Carr, shitty man. That, that's what he said. I don't want to go to uh, Joe Pasquale. It goes a little bit of it. has got a bit of a staccato element to yeah. it. Yeah. So, you've got to sort of stop and start a lot of the time. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the boy was brought to this hut and now... <laughs> now, is he dead? Pinocchio interrupted sorrowfully. <laughs> No, he is now alive and he's already returned home. <laughs> I do love how like high energy this character is for someone who's meant to be sunbathing. <laughs> you would be like, he's... calm down, dude. Yeah. <laughs> he's not spoken to anyone in a while. So. <laughs> really? Really? Cried the marionette, jumping around with joy. Then the wound was not serious. But it might have been an even mortal, cried the old man, for a heavy book was thrown at his head. And who threw it? A, a schoolmate of his, a certain Pinocchio. And who is this Pinocchio? asked the marionette, feigning ignorance. They say he is a mischief maker, a tramp, a street urchin. I love that no one said he's a marionette. He's made that would, wood. That would have made him very easy to identify. <laughs> also, why does Pinocchio go, look, honestly, I, I have a ready-made lie detector test. I'll tell you a lie now. Um, I'm a dog and his nose yeah, grows. it's true. So that means I'm lying. I didn't, I didn't attack that dude. My nose didn't grow. Mm, try, me on, try me again. Mm-hmm. There you go. He's not used Point. it once. No. It's a, yeah, you should it's, be a to... it's a rubbish superpower, but it is a superpower <laughs> nonetheless. Calumnies. All calumnies. No idea. The making of false and defamatory statements about someone in order to damage their reputation. Slander. Do you know this Pinocchio? By sight, answered the marionette. What do you think of him? Asked the old man. I think he is a very good boy, fond of study, obedient, kind to his father and to his whole family. As he was telling all these enormous lies about himself, Pinocchio touched his nose and found it twice as long as it should be. Scared oh. out of his wits, he cried out, well predicted there. So like, let's use my nose for bad rather than telling people that it does it and using it for good. It- yeah. He cried out, Don't listen to me, good man. All the wonderful things I have said are not true at all. I know Pinocchio well, and he is indeed a very wicked fellow, lazy and disobedient, who instead of going to school, runs away with his playmates to have a good time. At this speech, his nose returned to its natural size. Why are you so pale? the old man asked suddenly. Let me tell you, without knowing it, I rubbed myself against a newly painted wall. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I've been doing a lot of painting in the house and it's amazing how quickly you forget like, that you've done a banister and, and then, then you, you leave it like that and you're like, oh. Yeah. I did it with, like, I got changed and I put on, like, a nice T-shirt. Yeah. I'm like, going to have a whole painting wardrobe so it's not to wreck it. Oh, yeah, I do now, I do. But it's just yeah. like, oh, I've just ruined that, like, I know to be about a £25 T-shirt. At least you'll look fabulous next time you decorate. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he lied 
ashamed to say that he had been made ready for the frying pan. What have you done with your coat and your hat and your breeches? I met thieves and they robbed me. <laughs> He's naked again. He gets naked quite a lot in this. Yeah. He's like a toddler. Yeah. He's like a toddler on holiday. He does. <laughs> Tell me, my good man, have you not perhaps a little suit to give me so that I may go home? My boy, as for clothes, I have only a bag in which I keep hops. If you want it, take it. There it is. Pinocchio did not wait for him to repeat his words. He took the bag, which happened to be empty, and after cutting a big hole at the top and two at the sides, he slipped into it as if it were a shirt. So he's running around like Dobby the house elf now. Yeah, Yeah, pretty much. He's literally wearing a hessian sack. Amazing. If you wore a nice, like, leather belt, like a nice little... then like (laughs) Cinch it it at the waist. Ooh, and yeah. then, like, you could you sew a hem around the bottom. I'd I'd cut um, like a T, little chest hair action. Yeah, may, maybe it says like like twenty five kilos in like oh, yeah. st- <laughs> that st- stencil. That's going to become like a new. I like yeah, it, thing. the new super dry stamp. <laughs> I could Im- I could literally imagine that London Fashion Week. Yeah, lightly clad as he was, he started out toward the village. Along the way, he felt very uneasy. In fact, he was so unhappy that he went along taking two steps forward and one back, and as he went, he said to himself, How shall I ever face my good little fairy? What shall she say when she sees me? Will she forgive this last trick of mine? I am sure she won't. Oh no, she won't, and I deserve it as usual, for I am a rascal, fine on promises which I never keep. He came to the village late at night, It was so dark he could see nothing, and it was raining pitchforks. Oh, I like that. I mean, not literally, I would imagine. But that's. Ah! (laughs) Ah! One of the floors collapsed at the local (laughs) B&Q. Pitchforks everywhere. I wonder if that's a um, Italian. Italian, Yeah, because we say raining cats and dogs. So I wonder. They say it's raining ropes. Ah, okay. uh, I think it's like il, il pleut décor, which means it's raining ropes. So I think we just. I, I would love to hear as many international uh, idioms around raining as possible. Right, I've got a um, I've got a website here. What do non-English speaking people say when it's raining cats and dogs? Okay, here are some idioms that mean heavy rain from around Ooh, the world. Love number amazing. one, Argentina. It's raining dung head first. <laughs> <laughs> Está clofiento, caen toretes de punta. South Lovely. Africa and Namibia. It's raining old women with clubs. <laughs> it's raining old women with clubs. France also have. It's raining like a pissing cow. <laughs> Amazing. There is so many. Maybe we'll share it. Pinocchio went straight to the fairy's house, firmly resolved to knock at the door. When he found himself there, he lost courage and ran back a few steps. A second time he came to the door, and again he ran back. A third time he repeated his performance. The fourth time, before he had time to lose his courage, he grasped the knocker and made a faint sound with it. (laughs) I thought the same thing. (laughs) He waited and waited and waited. Finally, after a full half hour, a top-floor window... The house had four stories, opened, and Pinocchio saw a large snail look out. A tiny light glowed on top of her head. And then this this snail uh, talks. <laughs> Snails are like slimy and... Uh, is there a way of making an accent like dribbly? Like a... <laughs> Should I just... <laughs> just... Yeah, that's it, just do that. Oh, I know, it was the snail animal. Finger wiggle, finger wiggle accent. That's what I'm doing. I'm just going gonna... <laughs> to... You have to do a slurp at the end. <laughs> I'm just going to finger brush my way through this. Great. Yeah. She called. <laughs> Sounds like just every every snail I've ever encountered. <laughs> oh dear. Oh. 
is the fairy home? asked the marionette. <laughs> <laughs> Just sounds like she's taking the piss out of it. <laughs> I often have no idea what's coming out of my mouth until I hear the episode back, so mm. that's fun. Uh, that's even more fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is I. <laughs> Pinocchio. It's Pinocchio. The marionette. The one who lives in the fairy's house. Oh, I understand, said the snail. It's going to take ages. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm I'm fairly sure that's what's going to happen. It's going to take three hours. Yeah. (laughs) Hurry, I beg of you. I am dying of cold. <laughs> An hour passed. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> That's my favourite moment of the book. <laughs> I love the... <laughs> <laughs> this is four floored house and it's the top window as well. So this person's got like four sets of stairs to go I've down. I've got a lift. No. No lift. No lift. Brilliant. I imagine it's got a stair lift. I reckon well. he's going to shout again and he's going to have gone down one floor or something. He's going to like open the window <laughs> on the next one I down. Forgot, I forgot. I forgot. clearly. Two hours and the door was still closed. Pinocchio, who was trembling with fear and shivering from the cold rain on his back, knocked a second time, this time louder than before. At that second knock, a window on the third floor opened. Yes! And the same (laughs) snail looked out. (laughs) Somehow it's funnier because we know exactly what the gag is. That's really funny. Surely you just go with your Pinocchio. Can you just throw the key down? Just throw the key down to me and I'll let myself in. It's just going to be quicker. Dear little snail, cried Pinocchio from the street. I have been waiting two hours for you. And two hours on a dreadful night like this are as long as two years. Hurry, please. Answered the snail in a calm, peaceful voice. My dear, and the window closed. A few minutes later, midnight struck. Then one o'clock, two o'clock, and the door still remained closed. Then Pinocchio, losing all patience, grabbed the knocker with both hands, fully determined to awaken the whole house and the street with it. As soon as he touched the knocker, however, it became an eel and wiggled away into the darkness. Uh, What? (laughs) Why? I can't even. You didn't need to do that, actually. Like, like, I I get that we're sort of predicting weirdness, but it's already, it's already funny. This is already a funny bit. You don't need... Like no. that randomly. I'm just kind of like, no. okay. Really? Cried Pinocchio, blind <laughs> with rage. It's becoming quite meta now. That's good. If the knocker is gone, I can still use my feet. He stepped back and gave the door a most solemn kick. He kicked so hard that his foot went straight through the door and his legs followed almost to the knee. No matter how he pulled and tugged, he could not pull it out. There he stayed as if nailed to the door. Poor Pinocchio. The rest of the night he had to spend with one foot through the door and the other one in the air. As dawn was breaking, the door finally opened. That brave little animal, the snail, had taken exactly nine hours to go from the fourth (laughs) floor to the street. I said three. (laughs) 
nine hours. <laughs> wait, wait, wait for the next bit. So wait for the next okay. bit. The little author's commentary. How she must have raced. <laughs> That's nice. a personal best for this snail. Nice. <laughs> really come on. That's, I enjoyed that aside. <laughs> she asked the marionette, laughing. I'll do a little snail laugh just for kicks. <laughs> <laughs> It was a misfortune. Won't you try, pretty little snail, to free me from this terrible torture? My boy, and I have never been one. Ask the fairy to help me. And not <laughs> but what do you want me to do, nail to the door like this? Enjoy yourself counting the ants which are by. <laughs> Bring me something to eat at least, for I am faint with hunger. In oh fact, dear, 12 hours later. <laughs> in fact, after three hours and a half... Pinocchio saw her return with a silver tray on her head. On the tray, there was bread, roast chicken and fruit. Ah, quite a nice little Quite a good spread. (laughs) Said the snail. At the sight of these good things, the marionette felt much better. What was his disgust, however, when on tasting the food, he found the bread to be made of chalk the chicken of cardboard, and the brilliant fruit of coloured alabaster. <laughs> That's like well, plaster, isn't it? Uh, hmm. Yes, yes, like a clay plaster, yeah. He wanted to cry. He wanted to give himself up to despair. He wanted to throw away the tray and all that was on it. Instead, either from pain or weakness, he fell to the floor in a dead faint. I love that there's no explanation as to why the food's fake. Well, snails have got a habit of doing that, haven't they? Well, of eating fake food. No, like whenever you ask a snail for something, they always come back with like a replica. It's a, it's a, it's a well-known uh, anecdote. The conya. They do. <laughs> Grifters, the, the mm-hmm. lot of them. When he regained his senses, he found himself stretched out on a sofa and the fairy was seated near him. This time also I forgive you, said the fairy to him. But be careful not to get into mischief again. Pinocchio promised to study and to behave himself, and he kept his word for the remainder of the year. At the end of it, he passed first in all his examinations, and his report was so good that the fairy said to him happily, Tomorrow your wish will come true. Wow, so a whole year's passed and still no Geppetto. He's just disappeared, isn't he? They take like eight uh, pages of this chapter describing a snail walking down the stairs. Mm-hmm. And then in two sentences, a year has passed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tomorrow, you will cease to be a marionette and you will become a real boy. Pinocchio was beside himself with joy. All his friends and schoolmates must be invited to celebrate the great event. The fairy promised to prepare 200 cups of coffee and milk and 400 slices of toast buttered on both sides. Ooh, now you're talking. The day promised to be a very gay and happy one. But, unluckily in a marionette's life, there is always a but, which is apt (laughs) to spoil everything. End of chapter. The mini burp just literally described the last paragraph. Yeah. Where this snail came from, I have no idea. No. Was, was she already a, a, a waiting sort of servant in the household? Yeah, maybe have, Pinocchio just hasn't seen her because it just takes her that long to get ready in the morning. That Yeah, true. She gets ready in the morning and then it's like, oh, it's too late. Yeah, she just then gets stressed and gets back into bed again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love the idea that her room is just covered in slime. Oh. Delicious. Also, who put her on the top floor? It's like oh, putting yeah. the disabled person on the top floor. That's just mean. Like, 
<laughs> Why would you do that? Yeah, if you had a slip and slide, it'd be all right. Mm. She literally must have to like prepare hours in advance if she needs to go to the toilet. It'd be like, oh yeah, I need to go to the loo in like three hours' time, so I should probably start heading there now. Better think about that. You were right, David, about the dog rescuing Pinocchio. Sorry it wasn't in the mini blurb and you didn't get any points for and it. And I predicted the snail. You did predict the snail as well. But, you know, this game of chance, unfortunately, you just don't... Yeah, just it's doesn't happen, It's all about it? the mini blurb, baby. Yeah. So who knows? Do you reckon that uh, Pinocchio is actually going to be made into a real boy? We are getting to the last few chapters, but we're not really at, like... I don't feel like we're at the finale part yet. Yeah. It still feels quite premature for him to be turned into a real boy. Is that going to affect, therefore, your predictions? For mm, yeah, I'm wondering if I'm going to, like say it all goes wrong or something i don't know <laughs> we'll have a little think while we, we listen to this mini blub mini blub mini blub what, what is happening what is happening, happening? david you going first yes oh, i don't know this week i really don't let's say pinocchio eats lots of coffee and milk and is sick all over all of his guests <laughs> Uh, because of this misdeed, the blue fairy says, I'm not going to turn you into a real boy. I'm going to turn you into a snooker cue. <laughs> <laughs> and starts to sand him down. Yeah. With that, and, then the, and then puts a blue chalk on the tip of his nose. <laughs> I think Pinocchio is going to invite all of his friends, in quotation marks, and no one's going to turn up because they all hate him. Because oh, he's going to shoes. Lovely, wouldn't it? Oh, I hope And so. he's going to weep <laughs> in the corner and then basically go, well, if that's how real boys behave, then I don't want to be one. And then he's going to run away to find Geppetto. Oh, wow. I'm still, I, keep, I keep tagging Geppetto into my mini blurbs. I'm like, he must reappear at some point. Surely. So I'm like, if I just keep up. mentioning Geppetto over the next like five chapters, I'm going to get points at some point. <laughs> you might get like a sixteenth of a point. Yes, yeah. So do stick around, mate. We're getting to the finish line. I want to beat you. <laughs> hey, absolutely. So at least to add and, them all up. And I can tell you with a great sense of excitement that today is not that day. Okay. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, I'm going to go with yeah the standard one three hundred and twelfth of a point each. The standard. That's yeah. really bad. Normally we're in the hundreds, not the three hundreds. Yeah, yeah. This, that's the new standard because yeah. you're getting worse. Uh, is that you're getting literally worse. no details at all? Apart no from details beyond Pinocchio. We said words, there. that's it. I, I suppose <laughs> if you... I, I, I would go so far as to say maybe Matt can have uh, a, a sliver more. Maybe... What did I say? 300 and what? 12 or something, I don't know. Yeah, you can have you can have 300, not 312. Just oh, a little no. bit. Why is that? A little, Edging a little bit more. Because you said, you said run away. Oh, okay, cool. And that's why you're getting those extra nice. points. Because the mini blurb for chapter 30 reads... Pinocchio, instead of becoming a boy, runs away to the land of toys with his friend Lampwick. <laughs> <laughs> Pinocchio is up to his good old shenanigans again. Can't wait to see what happens. Do you reckon he gets lured away by Lampwick? Lamp Lampwick? Yeah, name? I reckon he's going to be a not good for nothing. Mm. Then he'll be like, oh, I know a place where you can play with all the bouncy balls and... I know Jack a in the place boxes. that's full of toys. <laughs> there are a hundred boys and girls. This podcast has so many references to ladies. I know. This podcast has so many moments where David's auditioning for shows. <laughs> you never know who's listening. It's a you tough just time never to know. be a performer. Absolutely. Cameron. <laughs> I'm here, baby. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I've cast you as Young Cazette. <laughs> I would love to see you play Young Cazette. <laughs> just some like dirt smudged on your face and like yeah the poster girl <laughs> in it oh dude that's that's the photo you should do this week you yeah it's the lame is girl whatever i've got in the house mm -hmm. yeah. just you with a dustpan yeah and like just a bit of know, an apron or something brilliant well i mean i think we should just dive in chapter 30 Coming at last out of the surprise into which the fairy's words had thrown him, Pinocchio asked for permission to give out the invitations. Indeed, you may invite your friends to tomorrow's party. Only remember to return home before dark. Do yeah. you understand? <laughs> I'll be back in one hour without fail. 
answered mm-hmm. the marionette. Take care, Pinocchio. Boys give promises very easily, but they easily forget them. I am not like those others. When I give my word, I keep it. No, you don't. Boop. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We shall see. In case you disobey, you will be the one to suffer, not anyone else. Why? Because boys who do not listen to their elders always come to grief. I certainly have, said Pinocchio. But from now on, I obey. We shall see if you are telling the truth. Without adding another word, the marionette bade the good fairy goodbye, and singing and dancing, he left the house. In a little more than an hour, all his friends were invited. Some accepted quickly and gladly, others had to be coaxed, but when they heard that the toast was to be buttered on both sides, they all ended up by accepting the invitation with the words... That's me. I was the one who was like, ooh. <laughs> I was like, I'm in. I'm there. <laughs> Accepting the invitation with the words, we'll come to please you. Now, it must be known that among all his friends, Pinocchio had one whom he loved most of all. The boy's real name was Romeo, but everyone called him Lampwick, for he was long and thin and had a woebegone look about him. Lampwick was the laziest boy in the school and the biggest mischief maker. Oh, as the bad boy. He's fallen for the bad boy. Fallen for the bad boy. But Pinocchio loved him dearly. That day, he went straight to his friend's house to invite him to the party. But Lampwick was not at home. He went a second time and again a third, but still without success. Where could he be? Pinocchio searched here and there and everywhere and finally discovered him hiding near a farmer's wagon. What are you doing there? asked Pinocchio, running up to him. And here obviously Lampwick's going to speak. So he's called Romeo. Can I jump in here with something, David? Mm-hmm. I can. Do you, did, are you guys young enough to remember So Solid Crew? Yeah. Well, uh, I know I've called Romeo in it. Romeo, yeah, it's a kind of yeah. It's like Romeo Dunn. He's okay, a bad so boy, isn't it? A bad boy like Streets of London. They don't know it? about my crew. They don't know about my do. No, they don't yeah. know what I do. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> okay, yeah. Great, great. I wanted to be that <clears throat> Romeo rather than like Romeo Beckham, who probably speaks like his dad, and that would be really or Shakespearean Romeo, which could be anything. Yeah, let's go. So solid, crew Romeo. Okay, I was waiting for midnight to strike to go where. Far, far away. And I have gone to your house three times to look for you. What do you want from me? Haven't you heard the news? Don't you know what good luck is mine? What is it? Tomorrow, I end my days as a marionette and become a boy, like you and all my other friends. May it bring you luck. (laughs) (laughs) Shall I see you at my party tomorrow? But I'm telling you that I'll go tonight. At what time? At midnight. And where are you going? To the real country, the best in the world, a beautiful, wonderful place. What is it called? It is called the Land of Toys. <laughs> Why it don't you like come to the real too? country? <laughs> I love it. It's just taking it to Toys R Us. <laughs> <laughs> the, the now defunct toys. It's like, there are millions of toys all under one roof. <laughs> it's called Land of Toys, Land of Toys, Land of Toys. <laughs> I? Oh, no. You are making a big mistake, Pinocchio. Believe me, if you don't come, you'll be sorry. Where can you find a place that will agree better with you and me? No schools, no teachers, no books. In that blessed place, there is no such thing as study. Here, it is only on Saturdays that we have no school. In the land of toys, every day except Sunday is a Saturday. Vacation begins on the 1st of January and ends on the last day of December. This is a place for me, yeah? All countries should be like it. How happy we should all be. Every day is a Saturday apart from Sunday. 
So what happens on Sunday that makes it not Saturday? Do they still go to church? No idea. They still keep the faith, but... Um, yeah. But there's, the they're, 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 their economy collapsed because no one works. It's the opposite <laughs> of the Busy Bees place. <laughs> but how does one spend the day in the land of toys? Days are spent in play and enjoyment from morn till night. At night, one goes to bed and next morning, the good times begin all over again. What do you think of it? Hmm, said Pinocchio, nodding his wooden head as if to say, it's the kind of life which would agree with me perfectly. Do you want to go with me then? Yes or no? You must make up your mind. No, no, and again, no. I have promised my kind fairy to become a good boy, and I want to keep my word. Just see, the sun is setting, and I must leave you and run. Goodbye, and good luck to you. Where are you going in such a hurry? Home. My good fairy wants me to return home before night. Wait two minutes more. It's too late. Only two minutes? And if the fairy scolds me? Let her scold. After she gets tired, she'll stop, said Lampwick. Are you going alone or with others? Alone? There'll be more than a hundred of us. Will you walk? At midnight, the wagon passes here that is to take us within the boundaries of that marvellous country. How I wish midnight would strike. This sounds very child catchery to me. It's a little yeah. bit, yeah. Yeah, so some man in a van's gone round to all the little boys in town going, oh yeah, I'll drop you off at Toyland if you come with me at midnight. That sounds well dodgy. <laughs> it's, like the, it's, like, it's like the creepy version of the Polar Express. Exactly that. So this school didn't do Stranger Danger then? No, obviously not. Mm -mm. To see you all set out together. Stay here a while longer and you'll see us. No, no, I want to return home. Wait two more minutes. I have waited too long as it is. The fairy will be worried. Poor fairy. Is she afraid that bats will eat you up? Listen, Lampwick, said the marionette. Are you really sure that there are no schools in the land of toys? Not even the shadow of one. And not even one teacher? Not one. And one does not have to study? Never, never, never! <laughs> what a great land, said Pinocchio, feeling his mouth water. What a beautiful land. I have never been there. But I can well imagine it. Why don't you come too? It is useless for you to tempt me. I told you I promised my good fairy to behave myself, and I'm going to keep my word. Goodbye then, and remember me to the grammar schools, to the high schools, and even to the colleges if you meet them on the way. Goodbye, Lampwick. Have a pleasant trip. Enjoy yourself, and remember your friends once in a while. With these words, the marionette started on his way home. Turning once more to his friend, he asked him, But are you sure that in that country each week is composed of six Saturdays and one Sunday? Very sure. And the vacation begins on the 1st of January and ends on the 31st of December? Very, very sure. What a great country, repeated Pinocchio, puzzled as to what to do. Then, in sudden determination, he said hurriedly, Goodbye for the last time and good luck. Goodbye. How soon will you go? <laughs> <laughs> he just cannot leave it alone. How soon will you go? Within two hours. What a pity. If it were only one hour, I, I might wait for you. But the fairy... By this time I'm late, and one hour more or less makes very little difference. Poor Pinocchio. And if the fairy scolds you? Oh, I'll let her scold. After she gets tired, she will stop. In the meantime, the night had become darker and darker. All at once, in the distance, a small light flickered. A queer sound could be heard, soft as a little bell, and faint and muffled like the buzz of a faraway mosquito. There it is! 
cried Lampwick, jumping to his feet. What? whispered Pinocchio. The wagon, which is coming to get me. For the last time, are you coming or not? But is it really true that in that country boys never have to study? Never, never, never. What a wonderful, beautiful, marvelous country. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> End of chapter. Oh, snap. So we don't actually know if he's decided if he's going or not. I love the fact that in the first half of the first two thirds of this book, not a single cliffhanger. And then mm -hmm. now it's like every chapter. Yeah. I'm enjoying them, though. I quite enjoyed the flip-flop in the conversation where, like, he was going, you know, oh, she'll scold me. Oh, we'll let her scold. And then it's like, well, what if she scolds you? Oh, we'll let her scold. And you can just see how he's now, like, saying the words back to Lampwick that Lampwick had already said to him. And it just yeah. shows how impressionable he is. It's like brainwashing. You're just repeating back what you've been told. It's being radicalised. Yeah. I really hope that Pinocchio is not at any point exposed to a pyramid marketing scheme. <laughs> yeah. A Ponzi scheme. Hook, line and sinker. <laughs> He's going to be selling Arbonne in the next chapter. $600,000 a year? <laughs> I'm an executive regional manager. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you reckon he's going to go? He's going to go, isn't he? Of course he's going to go. He's an idiot. Pinocchio, you were just getting your life together. And only six chapters to go as well. We've got three weeks left on this book. And I'm just like, it, there's no sign of him turning it around. There's just always that thing that just leads him astray like every graph. time. You could A graph of like, if uh, the green is he's in the good and the red. Yeah. It's just... His just trajectory like, would be like this. It'd just be like the world yeah. global economy. Yeah, he, yeah. <laughs> pretty much. I mean, I think I think it would be very apt if at the end of this they decided to chop him up and turn him into a seesaw. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing that's hilarious is, is that I'd actually be fine with it if he died at the end of the book. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> even... he's been but so I annoying will. that I would be like, oh well. <laughs> <laughs> Right, well, on that thought, let's see if we can predict what's going to happen. Mini blub, mini blub, mini blub. What, what is happening? What is happening? Mini blub. I think that it's going to be Pinocchio gets sweet talked by the child catcher wagon driver with promises of candy and good times. Oh and my so God. he gets into the wagon. And then they head to Toyland and it's actually an enslavement camp. And Good he's grief. forced to mine for diamonds. <laughs> I don't know. What? <laughs> it's going to mine children's tears. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's kind of what I thought was going to happen, really. Um, I'll just play it itself. Uh, Pinocchio does the thing he's not supposed to do. And <laughs> he suffers consequences that are not agreeable to him and the thing he wanted the the goalpost he made for himself gets further and further away mm -hmm. and then he and then he promises to be better yes he has, he, <laughs> he, he, he he does a really annoying monologue <laughs> swear it's a drinking game where each time pinocchio does a lament you have to have a drink oh you'd be absolutely hammered yeah we'd be hammered be, yeah. yeah at some point he'll probably go oh 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 yes exactly that's yeah. three shots <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> Go on then, Josh. Put us out of our misery. I mean, I loved the fact that like David's prediction was very vague, but so specific for this book. Specifically formulaic. For yeah, this book. it was. Yeah. If the formula was specific, the action was vague. So I, I mean, if he doesn't get points, I'd be surprised. Regardless, I can't award very many points at all. You can have one four hundredth of a point. Oh, each. dear, we're getting worse. Oh, so it was, Is that for both know, of us. Yeah, for both. Oh, yeah. But Jeez, again, it's just Pinocchio and that's about it. Because okay, chapter on, 31's mini blurb reads, After five months of play, Pinocchio wakes up one fine morning and finds a great surprise awaiting him. Oh. oh. See, now that's an intriguing mini blurb. Yeah. I mean, it does tell us that he goes. So yeah, it does that tell him that he goes. But at least something was open-ended and... 
vague enough and suspenseful enough that you go, oh, I wonder what he's discovered. We don't know what the surprise is. Which Rather is than just going, oh, yeah, he'd be, he's going to become a real boy and they're going to celebrate with coffee and milk. Like, okay, So do you great. think do you think the Thanks. first half of the book was him learning how to write a novel and now yeah. he's sort of got that. He's like, oh, I now I should refine how I'm doing these mini mm-hmm. blurbs. They're going to get better now as well. Yes, he's going to work on a different bit of creative writing each chapter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Next, he's going to work on how he can like change the rhythm of the text to mm-hmm. change it's going to be an iambic pentameter from the rest of the book. Or there'll just be a page of description for the first time. Yeah, and I reckon the last chapter will just be like um, his speech from some networking event with loads of publishers. Yes. Like, he's just, you know, perfecting that. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so he goes to Toyland then, spends five months playing. So obviously this description of the country must have been accurate for him to be five months in. Yeah, yeah. Five months of play, Toyland. I'm actually surprised. Yeah, I would live in Toyland. I mean... All pleasure, no work, why not? Sounds great. Makes Jack a fun boy? Mm. Is that the phrase? But I wonder what... Yeah, I wonder what the surprise is. Maybe that's where it all starts to fall apart. Maybe the... the, Is it going to be like... Beginning of the end. Too much of a good thing. Yeah, maybe. Is that going to be... He's going to be like, oh, I'm actually bored because like... Sometimes yeah, candy floss and games. Sometimes every day. you sometimes you have to have those boring days. Sometimes it's you have true, to work to make hard. you appreciate the good ones. Uh huh. So if you have any thoughts or opinions on this chapter, you can message us on thelazybookclub at gmail.com. Or drop us a little line on Twitter. Our handle is at lazybookclubpod. Or throw us a few words on Instagram at lazybookclubpod. Thank you so much for listening. As always, please do continue to share, like, subscribe, share. Do you believe in life? Oh, share. Rate it. (laughs) Josh, you know the line. Yeah, share, subscribe, like, share, subscribe, like. Five five stars, five stars, five stars. Five stars. (laughs) Review, review, review. (laughs) And we will see you next week for Pinocchio's journey for five months in Toyland. Woohoo! Who wouldn't want to know what debauchery that little guy gets up to? We'll see you there. Bye. Bye. Dung head first. (laughs) It's in Argentina. They're having their Malbec. It's like, we used to say uh, it's raining. Dung. (laughs) Oh, no. It's not specific enough. Uh, It's raining head first. Ah, yes. I'm wondering what what is the head of a turd? Which which end? The end that comes out first or the the end that comes out when you're finished? Maybe it just hits your head first. Yeah, I I see. I think it's a directional, like, it feels like it's just hitting you in a splat kind of Straight down. Yeah. I wondered if it were talking about like if we're if we're imagining a turd, if there's a head and a tail end on it, <laughs> and if it's like spinning but it lands spinning. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. That's gonna be the last bad thing that's gonna happen to Pinocchio. He's just gonna get hit with poo. hit with a spinning turd. <laughs>